The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show, and we have another great guest for you today. You know, we talk about weight loss probably every day, right? Always talking about what should I eat, shouldn't I? I'm too too much. I've gained too much weight. What am I going to do? I've lost it, and then I've gained it back. We're going to talk about this from a little bit of a different angle today. My guest is Erica Flint. She's an award-winning hypnotist, author, speaker, and co-host of the popular podcast series, Hypnosis. She is the founder of Cascade Hypnosis Center in Bellingham, Washington, and creator of the Reprogram Your Weight system. Her book is Reprogram Your Weight, Stop Thinking About Food All the Time, Regain Control of Your Eating, and Lose the Weight Once and for All. Everybody should want to know about this. And you can visit reprogramyourweight.com. Welcome, Erica. Thank you, Patricia. It's great to be here today. Yeah, that's great. All right, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about why hypnosis really does work. And maybe it does because of the body-mind connection. Share that with us. Yeah, absolutely. So hypnosis, what hypnosis allows us to do is tap into a deeper understanding of what's really going on with us. And so what I find in my practice whether it's with weight loss or helping people, because that's the majority of what I do and what the book is about. But I also help people with all sorts of things, and hypnosis can help people with all sorts of things. And what normally is going on is people know what they want to do. For example, they know, oh, I don't want to eat that. I don't want to smoke anymore. I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to be so afraid driving on the freeway. I don't want to be so afraid of needles. But in the moment, they feel it. So they have this... um, this experience where it's an automatic experience that they feel like they don't have a control over, right? They're like, every time this happens to me, every time I get stressed, I eat, I turn to food, and I don't want to. How is that happening? So hypnosis gives us access to a deeper understanding into kind of that feeling place where we're able to follow through on things that we know are good for us. And sometimes that's really what it takes. You know, some people are able to lose weight on a diet. But you talked about the yo-yo dieting or, you know, eating healthy yes. for a while and then it coming back, right? So what happens for a lot of my clients is they, they know how to lose weight. It just that it, it comes back. It's too hard for them to stick with that diet. So there's usually something else going on that we have to get to. And that's what hypnosis helps us with. It gets into that place that we call the subconscious mind. Um, and, you know, subconscious mind, we, when we dream, we're using our subconscious mind. So um, the hypnosis helps us tap into that and make changes at a very deep level. So in the moment of feeling stress, we don't reach for that food anymore. We don't care to reach for the food anymore. So it's really effective mm-hmm. for making changes in your life in general. 
How effective is the hypnosis, Erica? I mean, are we talking 50%, 75%? How effective is it? Well, I mean, there's, um, there's research that has been done indicating that hypnosis is highly effective under certain circumstances, but those numbers, to me, uh, don't matter nearly as much as the effectiveness that I see with my clients. And mm-hmm. so all of my clients yeah. lose weight. They all lose weight. And so the difference, in my mind, is that we're doing things differently. The problem with a lot of diets is that um, they're energy-driven, and, you know, they have built-in deprivation, so they're really not intentionally going to work for the long term, right, if you're constantly trying to starve yourself. and so Well, you're always thinking about food, right? I mean, that's the other problem with this. You're constantly food-focused when you're trying to lose weight. That is, yes, and that's exactly... You know, the subtitle of my book, Stop Thinking About Food All the Time. So many people right. pick up the book for that reason. Um, and so many of my clients will report to me, oh, my gosh, I'm just so tired of thinking about food all the time. And so what happens is they get on a diet program, and the diet program tells them, this is what you're supposed to eat or write this down. Or So they have to be very conscious about what they're eating. Now, mm. part of the, the brain works, whatever we focus on grows. So that whole aspect of really focusing on the food is actually increasing their appetite. And so most people don't realize this. As they're being super careful about their food, they are increasing their appetite. And then one of two things happens. Either they give in, right, and then they feel as if the diet failed, or they don't give in and they feel even more uh, feelings of deprivation, and then it's even harder for them. So the whole focusing on food and thinking about food all day long, that's the number one thing that we work on in my office is pretty much getting people to get back to a different way of, of eating, which is eat when you're hungry. And when mm-hmm. people do that, they're not thinking about food. Mm-hmm. Oh, my right. gosh. But I think part of that, too, though, don't they have to have their sort of thermostat, if you will, or appstat? Sometimes you're, you, um, you're not sure when you're hungry, right? You, you're eating right. emotionally, so you're not sure. What do you think? Well, and that's a big problem because we are conditioned to eat for the wrong reasons. We're conditioned mm-hmm. from a very young age to eat because the clock says so. We're conditioned by certain... Um, Memes like finish all the food on your plate or health, uh, breakfast is the most uh, healthiest or meal is a of the reward. day. As a reward, yeah, if somebody a, doesn't feel right. good or they're unhappy or they're down, oh, have something, <laughs> have a piece of cake. Right. right, have something to eat, which actually does make us feel better in the short term. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of these things are working against us. So I do have a trick, though. I have a really cool trick to help people understand if they're actually hungry. And so this is what I want you to imagine. Imagine that you are in your kitchen. And you're staring at the back of your fridge, and what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, am I actually hungry? And Mm -hmm. so you ask yourself that question, and here's how to know. You ask yourself, would I eat broccoli? Right? Would I eat broccoli? And broccoli is a healthy food that I enjoy, but I'm not going to stress eat broccoli. As a matter of fact, I don't know a lot of people that stress eat broccoli. (laughs) The point is that if you ask yourself that question, would I eat broccoli, if the answer is yes, then and you're you hungry. have something healthy to eat. That means you're hungry, right? This reminds me of when I was a one. kid, and I'd tell my mom, I'd say, Mom, I'm bored. And she's like, oh, you're bored. Why don't you go clean your room? And I'd say, oh, yeah. I guess I'm not so bored anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Although, with, I'll tell you what, though, Erica, it might not have worked with me because I loved broccoli as a kid. My mother would, would, put it, would mash it up and put it in my bottle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I'm so unusual. that's fine, though. <laughs> That's totally fine. I want people to like broccoli. But if the only thing, here's the other part of this that we didn't finish yet, which is 
if you if you wouldn't eat broccoli, that usually means you're not that hungry. So a lot of people, if they're if they're not hungry, they really want something sweet or something that's not super healthy for them. So if they wouldn't eat the broccoli, or the only thing that sounds good is the ice cream, right? If the only thing that sounds good is actually that ice cream, what I want my clients to know and, the, and listeners and readers is that the brain doesn't really want that food. It just wants to feel better. So this is a really cool trick because what happens is you stand there, you ask yourself, would I eat broccoli? The answer is no. Then you have to do something else. So really what your brain is asking you for is a break. It's a a break from the stress or a break from whatever you're doing. And then when you meet the needs of your brain, meaning you go do something, you go on that walk, you listen to music, whatever it is, your brain kind of comes up for air and is relieved, gets some relief, and then that sensation for food just dissipates. That's the beginning of ending emotional eating. Yeah, very interesting. All right. So now when people, um, how do people work with this in terms of the hypnosis? And what I mean by that is do some people sometimes feel a little nervous, like, uh-oh, I'm going under, and what if, you know, I'm like distrusting that maybe they'll lose yes. control. Yes, they all, I think all of them do, and we can thank Hollywood and stage hypnosis shows for that because yeah. I think there's a misperception. I'm really glad you asked this question because I think the misperception that hypnosis is some form of mind control or that you're going to, you know, spill yeah. your secrets or something yeah, or right. hypnosis is going to take control over you, right? Right, right. Um, that's just a misperception. So that is a misperception that has been... Um, highlighted in Hollywood to create interesting television programs and sometimes you'll get the impression that maybe that's what's happening on a stage hypnosis show if you've ever seen some of those but that's not really what's happening there and what I want people to understand is anytime they see a stage hypnosis show where somebody's doing something that seems kind of incredible um, I just want people to understand oh my gosh if you can do that I wonder what you could do if you use it in a therapeutic sense to something else in your life And when people start thinking of it like that, oh, my gosh, if this could help me lose weight, if this could help me stop smoking, that's where the light bulb comes on and they really start thinking about it. The reality is um, hypnosis is a normal and natural state of mind. We go into it every single day. Anytime you've been doing something where time is just passing by, maybe you're watching a really good movie and somebody walks in the room and says, Mom, Mom, or Dad, and you don't hear them right away. You were focused on the movie. That's very likely a state of hypnosis. So there's, there's mm-hmm. nothing scary about hypnosis itself. Um, but it's very common for people to feel that way when they come in. And it's the job of the hypnotist really to make sure that, um, like for me, I want to make sure my clients feel completely and totally safe every moment they're in here. And that usually takes place after a couple minutes of just one-on-one talking in my office. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is really great. Um, I know that you have some tips there are some tips, that five ways that hypnosis can help you to have sustainable weight loss. Mm-hmm. Let's look at a couple of those. Yeah, so one of the things we've already talked about a little bit, it provides insight into what's really going on. So it's not going to be a huge surprise to people uh, in some cases that when they're stressed, they eat. What is surprising mm-hmm. to them, though, is that they don't realize that what they're feeling stressed about has more to do with not just today, but an overwhelming amount of stress than anything mm. else. So, for you know, it feels amplified. So, you know, they could have a stressful day at work, and this is very common where people, um, they wake up in the morning really uh, excited and motivated to do the right thing. They have lots of energy. You know, they might even put their gym clothes in the bag and have healthy plans for lunch and dinner. But then some point during the day, something stressful happens, 
and without even thinking about it, right, they end up at the drive-thru again. And in the drive-thru, they're asking themselves, oh my gosh, I wasn't going to do this. How did Mm -hmm. I get here? How did this keep happening? Mm -hmm. So it's very frustrating for people to be in that position where they know what to do, but they don't know um, how that keeps happening. And they can even say, well, this stressful thing happened, right? The problem is that whatever transpired in their stressful day is bigger than just in that moment because it's usually something they feel totally out of control over. And so what hypnosis can help to do is alleviate some of that old stress that they really can't... uh, they really can't address anymore. And what happens is people find a sense of peace and then a sense of control. And when yeah. they have that sense of control over the food where they're not reaching for the food under stressful situations, that's when they notice something has really shifted for them. All right. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to Erica Flint. And she's an award-winning hypnotist, author, speaker, and co-host of the popular podcast series, Hypnosis, Etc. Her book is Reprogram Your Weight, Stop Thinking About Food All the Time, Regain Control of Your Eating, and Lose the Weight Once and For All. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Would you like to be the change you see needed in the world? Are you ready to make a difference? If so, tune in to Voice for Truth with host Sharon Wyckoff. Every show will be filled with inspiring content to support you in recognizing your greatness. Guests will share their expertise. Young people will tell how they are making a difference. You too can be a voice for truth. Listen live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment and community for the aftermath, emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
Hi, everyone. We are back, and we are talking about weight loss, but weight loss through hypnosis. My guest is Erica Flynn. She's an award-winning hypnotist, author, speaker, and co-host of the popular podcast series, Hypnosis, Etc. She is the author of Reprogram Your Weight, Stop Thinking About Food All the Time, Regain Control of Your Eating, and Lose the Weight Once and For All. And you can log on to reprogramyourweight.com. Welcome back, Erica. Okay. Thank you, Patricia. All right, let's do some more tips uh, about how people uh, can lose the weight and sustain that weight loss through hypnosis. Right. So one of the ways um, that we talked about earlier about focusing on food all day increases your appetite. One of the things that I really want my clients to do is only when they're actually hungry. Now, we talked a little bit about the broccoli test, right, how to Mm -hmm. do that. Um, And so the real requirement that I find a lot of my uh, clients have struggled with, which is part of the work we do, is figuring out, okay, so what do I do instead? If I've been using food you know, decades for my life as a reward, what do I do instead? And we become conditioned to think, oh, I'm going to work hard all, all day and then I'm going to have the ice cream or I'm going to have the cookies. So it's very common to have that sugary treat as a reward. And so clients have to find something else that they can do. Um, I call this a new default response. So what can you do instead of having that sugary treat instead that really still meets the needs of the brain, which basically the brain finds rewarding and happy and pleasurable, but it doesn't have any of those negative side effects or long-term, what I call like a long-term consequence where you're wishing, you know, you get that guilty residue a couple hours later, like, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, And so helping people have something else to do is a really important thing. And some of those things include um, what we would consider an everyday joy, like singing or dancing or just going on a walk. Some of those things, they seem so trivial when we talk about them, but the reality is the brain is super resilient and the brain just needs that break for maybe five minutes. So what I find... And this is a really cool technique because my clients get a lot of long-term benefit out of this. They, they trade in their chips. They trade in their cupcakes. They trade in all of that stuff for something else like a, a walk or reading a book. And mm-hmm. what happens is now they're not thinking about food all the time. They're mm-hmm. meeting the needs of their brain. They are feeling better. And then it leads them back to things that are more joyful in their life. So this is mm-hmm. one of the... Reports I get from my clients all the time, oh my gosh, I forgot how much I loved singing. I forgot yeah, how much yeah. I loved doing pottery, right? Yeah. And, and working with your hands, or right. The other yeah, thing is, do you find some people just want to chew that sort of reflex of chewing? Like, do you say to people maybe, you know, chew gum, or, or of course, singing, you're using your mouth and the jaw, but some people just have that sort of oral fixation where they, you know, the food is part of the chewing. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, I don't want people to eat unless they're hungry. So if it's really chewing, I would discourage them from that. But what I do do that I think is important is I do think that there's value in consuming something that is comforting. So we do live in a society that is challenging. We have lots of different types of challenging things in our world. We have sick parents. We have sick kids. We have spouses who are suffering. We have tough jobs. We have financial crisis. So the brain really needs some relief. And so my recommendation is tea. And tea is just, it just seems so simple again, but it's really valuable. So I think it's kind of like the same thing as what you're um, suggesting Mm. here. So instead of just chewing something, tea is nice because it's warm. You could have a cold too, but it's warm. That's very interesting you say that because that's what I Mm -hmm. use. I drink tea all the time. Sometimes I just, I'm not hungry, but I want something. Mm -hmm. 
and I drink right. I drink herbal, herbal tea. Sometimes I put a little milk in it. I drink it a lot. Even I just I just want something, and and yeah, that satisfies and it, me. Just what you said. It's Very totally satisfying because it could have zero calories in it. It can have uh, you could get some aromatherapy from it too. So one of the things yeah, that I true. recommend at night for my clients is um, like an herbal spiced tea, like orange spiced tea. People love yeah. that. They do that yeah. instead of. A sweet dessert, and it tricks the brain. This is a really cool yes, thing. For the, the brain thinks it's sweet, but there's no sugar in it, right? Yeah. So it satisfies that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a, definitely a proponent of that, and know all about it. Um, chai is also good, and there are herbal yeah. chai teas as well. Yeah, there's yep. so many really good ones. You know, what is it that you would really like to leave our listeners with? And I'm going to give you a little time to share this. What's your message? I mean, if people just get one or two things from this interview today, Erica, what do you want them to get? This is it, the bottom line. If you've been trying to lose weight and have lost and gained and lost and gained and lost and gained, there's nothing wrong with you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Our society is built upon food manufacturers selling products that become somewhat addictive. So there's nothing wrong with you. And so I don't want anyone to think there's anything wrong. A a hypnotist can help you lose weight um, by focusing on different things, by focusing on the emotional reasons for eating and getting rid of habitual responses. And the reality is uh, weight loss should not be painful. So weight loss should not be full of deprivation and counting calories. That just increases the kind of craziness and chaos in the brain. Hypnosis can help it to be a very um, heart-centered and peaceful approach where you're really getting back to basics and meeting the needs of your, your mind and body. And when you do it that way, it feels so easy. And so many of my clients say to me, I thought it needed to be hard. Like, I'm losing weight, but I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, something needs to be mm-hmm. hard. Every time I lost weight, it had to be mm-hmm. hard. And so this is what I want people to know. It doesn't have to be hard, um, mm-hmm. but it needs to probably needs to be slower than what you might be thinking because a lot of people think weight loss should be three, four, five pounds a week. And the reality is it's easier to, for sustainable weight loss for it to be a half a pound to two pounds a week. So if you could live with that, mm-hmm. then I would say, um, you know, contact me or find a great hypnotist who can uh, follow the program that I know works so well for people, which is reprogram your weight. Can you do this over the phone, or does a person have to be with you in person? I do it over the phone all the time. It works really well. All we need is a good connection. Mm-hmm. All right, you do it on yeah, Skype? So I, I do it over uh, Zoom, actually. Um, but, yeah, so we do it over the Internet. And, but telephone is fine, too. I don't, I don't have to work with everybody and, and see their face. Uh, telephone works well as well. All right. Tell people how they can find you again, Erica. You can find me at reprogramyourweight.com. And uh, I also want to offer, if anybody wants to get a free copy of the book, you can just email me and tell tell me that you heard me on on Patricia's show. And that's Erica, E-R-I-K-A, at CascadeHypnosisCenter.com. I'd be honored to send you a free copy of that. And you Um, also have a, a podcast series. I do have a podcast series, and the podcast series is Hypnosis Etc., and that is for people who want to do what I do, so I help teach people mm-hmm. how to become hypnotists and the power of Wonderful. hypnosis. And yeah. you do that on iTunes? Um, yeah, that's on iTunes. Uh, yeah, it's in all of the, I think iTunes is the primary platform okay. that it's delivered Wonderful. in, mm-hmm. and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
And again, people can log on to reprogramyourweight.com. Erica Flint, thank you so much for being on the program. The book is Reprogram Your Weight, Stop Thinking About Food All the Time, Regain Control of Your Eating, and Lose the Weight Once and For All. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, good. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, this wraps up this edition of The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. And I also do podcasts and produce them for people. So if you're interested, again, that's all on my homepage, PatriciaRaskin.com. And I'd love to put you on my newsletter, so do write to me. Until next time, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.